Hi, you're listening to the Feminine Business School podcast, and I'm your host, Ainsley Young. My work is all about creating a wildly pleasurable and successful business without burning out your body and selling out your soul. I'm also really passionate about ditching the cookie cutter marketing strategies and finding what feels good to you when it comes to marketing. Join me as we talk all things online business, feminist marketing strategies, feminine embodiment, conscious leadership, and pleasurable productivity. Hit subscribe now and let's get started. And to learn the secret to fitting more pleasure into each day while ticking off your to-dos, download my free pleasure and productivity weekly planner. Head to startingwitha.com slash opt-in. Hi, hi, lovely listener. It's Ainsley Young here, your host of the Feminine Business School podcast. And today we are going to cover something that I witness often in many business owners, particularly female identifying folk. And this particular challenge can really derail your business and your ability to achieve your goals. So what am I talking about? I am talking about victim mentality, or as I see it, embodying the victim in our businesses. So maybe you have found yourself saying things like, oh, it's just not fair. Nothing ever works for me. Everything is so difficult in my business, or I never have enough time to build my business. There's always too much to do, or I can't get good support. So I may as well just do it all myself, or I feel so helpless. I may as well just give up. I've got no power over this situation. And I'm curious, do any of these sound familiar to you? Well, if you are nodding your head as you listen in, look, you are not alone. I know I have said some of these things multiple times. And the truth is so many of us feel like we have the odds stacked against us, especially when we're starting out in business. It's so common when you're starting out. And we can perceive that external circumstances are the reasons for our businesses not performing or the reason why we're not getting the results that we desire. And if we look at this from psychological terms, this is when we're actually embodying an external locus of control. Now, of course, occasionally there are certain situations that are outside of your control. The pandemic is a great example, but the thing is, most aren't. So why do many of us, again, me included, I'm raising my hand here, why do we stay stuck in playing the victim in our own businesses? The thing is, the victim experience, it can offer all of us a small gain. So for example, when you're embodying the victim, you can experience pleasure. Why? Because you're actually receiving some extra attention or you're receiving pity from others as you regale them with your tale of woe. The thing is people embodying the victim, they love drama. And I'm sure you can think of somebody in your own life or maybe times where you have just loved drama and love recounting your tale of woe to somebody else. Also, not taking responsibility for a problem within your business, it can be really liberating and you can feel like you're somewhat off the hook. There's a sense of relief because you feel you do have this genuine excuse not to perform. Also, embodying the victim can be a blind spot for so many of us, particularly women in business. So many of us don't even realize that we're exhibiting victim mentality behavior. The thing is, we all have a little bit of playing the victim in our lives and businesses, whether we choose to admit it or not. But of course, I always have some good news for you. When you become aware of this victim role, so it's all about awareness, and that you're actually embodying the victim and what it is that drives you, you can correct it and you no longer run your business from a place of learned helplessness. 
And before I share how you can actually identify where you may be playing the victim specifically in your business, I do want to speak to this theory of learned helplessness because I feel it will nicely showcase how us humans can so easily fall into the trap of playing the victim. So one of the first psychological theories I ever learned when I studied my psychology degree many moons ago was by Martin Seligman, and it was his learned helplessness theory. Now, he did research on classical conditioning, which is really just the process by which an animal or a human, when we associate one thing with another. Now, in this case of Seligman's experiment, what he would do, he would ring a bell and then he'd give a light shock to a dog, so an electrical shock. You know, they did some great psychological experiments back in the 60s. Anyways, after a number of times, this poor dog reacted to the shock even before it happened. So as soon as the dog actually heard the bell, he reacted as though he had been shocked. But then something surprising or unexpected happened. Seligman put each of the dogs into a large crate and then divided the crate down the middle with a low fence. And the idea was that the dog could jump over the fence if necessary. And on one side of the fence, the floor was electrified and on the other side, it wasn't. And then Seligman put the dog on the electrified side, gave it a light shock. And of course, he expected the dog to jump over to the non-shocking side of the fence. But what happened was that all of the dogs laid down. So it was as though that all of the dogs had learned from the first part of the experiment, but there was nothing that they could do to avoid the shocks. So they essentially gave up in that second part of the experiment. Now, Seligman described their condition as learned helplessness or not trying to get out of a negative situation because the past had really just taught them that they were helpless. Now, in all good psychological research, we always do more experiments to prove or disprove a hypothesis. So after the dogs didn't jump the fence to escape the shock, Seligman tried the second part of the experiment on dogs that had not been through the classical conditioning part of the experiment. These dogs that had not been previously exposed to the electric shocks, what they did was quickly jumped over the fence to escape the shocks. This told Seligman that the dogs who laid down and acted helpless had actually learned that helplessness from the first part of the experiment. So I don't know about you, but I find this really fascinating. I didn't find it that fascinating when I was 18 because I just wanted to go to the bar on the hill at the university. But I'm sure you may be able to think of times in your business when you've been that poor dog laying down, just waiting for the next shock or crappy thing to happen to you. Again, I know I've been in that position. Okay, now let me go back and share with you a few more specific examples of when you may be embodying the victim in your business. And this will really help bring some more awareness into this concept for you. The victim always, always shows up when you're not getting what you want. So maybe no one's signing up to work with you or your VA is letting you down. Or maybe you find yourself saying things like, it's just not fair. And you blame everyone and everything else for these challenges that keep popping up again and again and again. Now, the victim also shows up when you have no boundaries. So you're always saying yes when you really mean no. So you really mean no to your clients, to your team, even to yourself. You're probably overgiving because you feel helpless. Now, another sign that you're acting from a victim state is that you always take things personally, always. So when a client doesn't pay an invoice on time or when your Instagram post isn't getting the reach that you desire or when no one is signing up to your workshop, Everything just feels so personal. The thing is, when you're operating from the victim, it's keeping you very small and it keeps your business small. You feel held back, yet helpless, and your goals often feel so unattainable and far away. 
Now, I want you to know that we are really great at bullshitting ourselves and the victim within us is all a great bullshitter. And that's why the embodiment work that I do with clients is so powerful because we go deep into where the victim energy lives in the body and from there we can liberate it. But here's something you can try yourself when you become aware that you're embodying the victim role in your business. And my invitation is for you to ask yourself this powerful question. Am I acting in alignment with my purpose and my vision for my business or am I acting from the victim? And I'll just say that again. Am I acting in alignment with my purpose and my passion for my business or am I acting from the victim? And just see how your mind and your body responds to this question. Okay, so that's it for today. We have covered a fair bit of ground and I wasn't really planning on going down the psychological path, but I hope you enjoyed it. But I really want to reiterate the power of A, acknowledging the victim and when you are playing the victim role in your business, and then B, essentially saying to yourself, okay, well, what am I going to do about it? And take action. Action is key here. I hope this episode has been helpful and maybe you could think of a few people in your life who could do with listening in. And if so, feel free to take a screenshot, tag me and share it on Instagram. And it may be a more subtle hint than directly sharing it with the people you feel need to listen in about victimhood. And then if you feel you'd benefit from some one-on-one support to help you overcome any of the challenges that you have personally with victimhood in your business, just reach out. We can just book you in for a complimentary session. And in this session, we'll do three things. First, I can help you identify your biggest challenges in your business and how you can overcome them so you can reach your goals. And then what I'll do is I'll map out a customized timeline of how you can achieve your business goals. And then if you'd like to know how I can personally support you in achieving these goals, we can talk about your best next steps and go from there. Okay, until next time, revel in the pleasure of your business, pay attention to any victimhood, and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it and you received some tips and takeaways, or maybe a major aha. And if you did, please leave me a quick five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. I'd be so, so grateful. And if you'd like to connect, just come and say hi. DM me over on Instagram. You can find me at Ainsley Young. I'll speak with you soon.